Welcome to Powered by Her. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry. Make sure you like and subscribe, hit the bell, all that stuff. Um, check us out on Instagram at Powered by Her Podcast. And I want to take a moment to thank Eye Centers of Tennessee for partnering with Powered by Her. You can check out their glasses, get your eye exams, check out contacts, have them for all your optical needs in the Upper Cumberland area. On today's episode, I have Nora Montagna with The Natural Nomad. So you are just like a internet sensation, social media. <laughs> I know you think it's kind of funny, but um, I literally was at a Christmas party. Well, I was at my house at Christmas and somebody said, hey, do you know we have like a famous YouTuber here? And I'm like, what? And they like pull it up and they're like, it's this Nora girl. And I'm like, no, no, no. She works at the Biz Foundry. Like she's, she's one of us. And they're like, no, no, she's famous. So are you famous? No, but you, thank you. You don't think you're famous? No, definitely But not. maybe other people think you're famous. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to say that. I like it. I mean, you got to be a little humble. So yeah. tell me what the natural nomad is. So we sold everything that didn't fit in an RV about four and a half years ago and decided to leave our great jobs. Our you home, and your husband. Yeah, my, me and my husband. And all of the things we knew and grew up with. And we just started traveling around the country in our RV. And while we were traveling, I found my niche in teaching about holistic healing. And so it just became this thing, the natural nomads. I, I rolled off my tongue one day and I was like, that's perfect. So I created a group on Facebook a few years ago and it just keeps growing. And uh, it's an amazing community and just kind of encompasses all that we're about. And what does holistic mean to you? Holistic means mind, body, and spirit. So for me, health, wellness, everything that makes it so that we can live an abundant life is all connected, like our mind, our body, our spirit. And so it's really attending to all of those and not ignoring one part of it. So how do you make money from a Facebook group? So you, I mean, because we were just talking and yeah. you're like, once I, I got to this point in my career, I would do this. And once I, you know, and you are very focused mm -hmm. and you want to be a mom, a friend, a wife, a business owner. And there's things that you've decided you're going to remove from your plate. Right. So you do have a thriving, growing business. So you have much more than just a Facebook group. Yeah. And the question was, though, how do I make money with a Facebook group? So I have four businesses, um, but my Facebook group really, it's called The Natural Nomads. And the purpose of it is not to sell things. It's not to spam people. I don't message people who like my posts or things like that. It's to create a community for people who want to follow our adventures as a family, follow kind of, it's almost like a vlog for me. Like that's my diary. My mom's like, do you have a diary? I'm like, no, the natural nomads, like they get, they get all of me. And so just going through like postpartum depression and the things that I went through where my first business tanked and I had to revitalize it and learn all of the higher level marketing skills to keep it going. It's that journey that people have followed with me. And I do teach courses out of that and I have different webinars and um, different things that they can attend. And in those, of course, there's opportunities to work with me across the board. Um, but the people who show up to those, they're always really high quality people that I resonate with because they've been following my journey. And when they see that I have a workshop available, I get quite a few people. Like the last one we had like 45 people show up to it and it was just, so much fun. It's just it's just a community to support one another. It's accepting, it's loving, and it really encompasses um, everything we do as far as travelers, but also in the holistic healing realm. Well, and I think that that's, I think your marketing skills and your building a business skills are really what kind of sets you apart. I think some people want to um, go and create a Facebook group and 
I'm um, really a big fan of like, you cannot just keep selling some, buy my product, buy my product, buy yes. my product, buy my product. You have to have um, people buy into you. My dad had told me one time that first you have to sell yourself, right. then you have to sell your business and then sell your product. And if people yeah. don't buy into you, then the rest is doesn't even matter. Right. And so I think that that's, you kind of understand that. Yeah. Where do you get those business skills from? So being holistic does not make you a business owner. No. The first two and a half years, I fell into the holistic healing realm because um, I changed, like our lives changed drastically when we moved over to natural medicine. I actually came from like eight years of being chronically ill and back issues so bad that like there'd be times I couldn't walk and I, had, I was on like 13 medications, food allergies to everything. So when I finally, I'm super stubborn and, and like strong-willed. So I finally hit rock bottom. I, I don't like, know anything about uh, that. I, <laughs> no, no, we can't relate to that at all. I like hit rock bottom and I was like, I'll try the dumb hippie crap. And then like now I do the dumb hippie crap. But it two months later, I was off all my medications. Um, we started learning about essential oils. And when we got on the road, it was the first time in my life that I was away from the corporate world, which I just love working. I love people. I love the energy of it. I, we were on the road and I was like, I can't do a traditional job. I can't really build a career anywhere. Like I get to do whatever I want. I was like, I just want to help people. I want to show them people who are ready, not convince someone who's not ready, but show them what they can do. So after about two and a half years, um, we got pregnant with our son, which was a surprise. We had no intentions of having children. We'd been together for 13 years and it was all of a sudden, boom. And I was super depressed, super anxious. My essential oil organization kind of fell apart. I mean, I had built it and done well and ranked up. And then when that hit, I just, I couldn't show up like I had been. And I realized I had built a really unsustainable organization and that I needed some higher level skills. We were like, okay, either we're done with this because it's kind of falling apart, I'm not making any money. It's stressful. It's not enjoyable. Or we're going to invest in me as a human being, trust that and know that when I have these higher level skills, I can build and scale this, but then also now I've added three others. And so it was, it came out of a moment of rock bottom again. That's where my biggest changes come. Cause yeah. 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 Wait till I get there. And it was like, I was six months pregnant. I was super depressed. I was anxious. I was like, I cannot believe this is like a freight train coming my way and there's nothing I can do about it. Like I'm having a baby. I <laughs> was like, just pause that I, I, at your honesty of that, because yeah. I think that there's probably a lot of women. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was not expecting to get pregnant when I did the first time. And, um, I, it was like, I was kind of the same. I was just like, we're not going to talk about it. We're going to just pretend it's not really going on. And, um, but that's so taboo. Yeah. And I mean, you're a woman, you, right. you should want that. This should have been your lifelong goal is to be a mom. And, yeah. um, when that's not your vision, you're like, well, I'm still a woman. Right. I'm still okay. Right. And you're right. It was hard to admit that for a long time. And especially when I had like people I'm super close to who would give anything yes. to have a child. So there yes. was that guilt. And I was like, but you know what? Like I'm not responsible for anybody else's emotions or life. And like mine are important and valid in their own right. And that struggle was real. It was like one of the hardest things I ever went through. But it was cool to hit that rock bottom and to watch the business fall apart. It needed to. And like now that I get to help people build in a way that's sustainable when they're growing their business and avoid the things that I learned over two and a half years like that and help them do it faster. That's really rewarding. Like, So what are, you mentioned now you have four businesses. Mm -hmm. So what are these four businesses? Uh, the first one is my essential oils business and that's that will always stay with me. Um, the second one is my marketing business because once I learned these higher level skills, I I was like, whoa, this is totally different. It was so countercultural. Like network marketing can get a really bad rep. 
I'm a network marketing professional. I'm really proud of it. But there's people who think as network marketers. Which is have, like direct sales for those people yeah, that don't. Yep, direct sales, yep. And a lot of people think that network marketing is like everyone around you has a for sale sign on their head. And that was the only thing I knew the first few years. And once I learned that, like, I actually get to choose who my ideal client is. I get to be picky. I get to put myself out there in a way that attracts them to me. I stopped prospecting two years ago and people reach out to me and I vet whether or not we're even a good fit to work together. I don't I don't work with everyone that reaches out because I'm super picky about how I spend my time. Which is so different from a yeah. lot of um, multi-level marketing companies yeah. or uh, the mindset of some mar multi-level marketing. And I think right. that that's, um, I really appreciate, like you haven't even said the company that, that you work with. Right no, because I'm not trying to promote it. Yeah. And like people that want to work with me, they know it when they meet me and it has nothing to do with my products. Yeah. And I feel like that's such an important thing for network marketers to hear. And it's so countercultural. And so like helping other network marketers who are ready to like grow in a way that feels professional and that actually brings them joy in their business. I love doing that. Like yeah. that has been so fulfilling because I know what it's like to grow it the other way and to feel kind of like icky. When do you, so <laughs> your marketing business, do you work with just um, people that are in multi-level marketing companies or just mm -hmm. you, you just help? Any Basically, my niche is really people who want to grow virtually through social media. Um, so I have skill in paid advertising, but also I really love training people in just the organic methods you can do. There's so much you can do organically on Facebook. And like my team is trained to be able to grow through using a group. And um, it's just so interesting when you share with people that it really has nothing to do with their products. They're like, I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm like, it has nothing to do with that. Like you are putting your energy out there and you're going to attract back what you're intentionally putting out there. Like that's the basis of it. And then of course there's technology that you have to learn and all that and pixels and all that fun stuff. Yeah, and, and and keep up to date. How so how long have you been doing this now? About two, two years with the marketing company. But and things change social media <laughs> kind of stuff changes so much so yes. quickly that you have to stay kind of doing your own professional development of learning yourself so that you can help train others. Right. Um so you, the two other businesses before yes. we get started. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I know it, it takes a minute. When people like ask what I do, I'm like I've got to figure out a way to sum this up. <laughs> I, but I, think, I don't think you do. I think you are you and, and wear your hats proudly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So the third one was just, it was simply a network marketing company that it was an opportunity that I would have regretted saying no to. I had no intentions of adding another network marketing company, but um, it's a European company that was looking for a team to launch the U.S. and they were already established. So you have like the freshness of a startup in the U.S. without the risk of a startup because they've been established for seven years. Mm -hmm. And they just, they have a patented way of growing spirulina, which is a really important superfood. And it does so much for like weight loss, for energy, for mood, for inflammation. And so I was, I was offered an opportunity to be part of the team that is launching. Were you like headhunted from the, the company? No, kind no. Of a little bit. You're so humble. No, I just, <laughs> it was a good opportunity. And uh -huh. I mean, there's people that message me every day because I'm connected with so many network marketers. Like, hey, I've got this great setup. I'm like, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. But when this came along, it, just, it was in alignment with me yeah. and with the people that I'm working with. And so like to be a part of that team who like literally the entire United States will be in in our organization and in our community, like that's exciting. But also they brought <clears throat> science and wellness and technology all into one in a way that's just synergistic and amazing. And that was really appealing to me too. So I like the business side of it. I like the product side of it. And it's been, it's been a fun ride. I just added that in September. 
Okay, so that's not that, that long ago. And the fourth? The fourth is something that has always been in me, but I only stepped into it professionally this year. Um, I've always known that I've had a gift for intuitive healing. Like when I interact with people, I just start to know things about them. It's just something that I believe God created me with. And I, I didn't really know if it would ever play out professionally. And then I felt very specifically that this year was the year that I was ready for it. So I do one-on-one -on -one intuitive healing sessions with people who, best way to describe it, I'm glad we're on video because I feel like for me, I'm just a visual person. So if, we're, if you're not, if you're listening, if you're on listening the podcast, I'll try for you. then just go over to YouTube yes. and, and check it out on YouTube. Yeah. Well, I mean, every human being, um, do I have a moment to just elaborate on the background mm -hmm. of why I do this? So basically by the age of like around eight, we've established our subconscious, it's fully formed. And our subconscious as adults, we go forward and make um, 95, between 95 and 100% of our decisions are automatically made from our subconscious. We're not actually choosing most of the time. So if you can imagine the world around us, we're all children walking around in grown up skin. And doesn't that make a lot of sense when you listen to politicians and watch TV? Like it actually, I'm like, this is the first time the world made sense was when I learned that. And so we developed these programs from people who raised us, people we interact with, um, our ancestors. And we have like, I picture them as arches over people. And we have programs that we basically filter all of our decisions through. And some of these programs can actually prevent us energetically from receiving abundance, from receiving intuition about what we're meant to do in our lives. Because I firmly believe every single person deserves to do what they love and get paid for it. There's no exceptions to that for me. So there's a lot of people walking around asleep. I'd say most people in this like mundane existence. And it's because they have these programs and I am able to see programs in people when I talk to them, even just when I look at them or walk by them. So when we have these sessions and we're there and they allow me to tap into their energy, cause I don't just walk up to someone that would be annoying. It's when they I mean, I'm thinking about like the time that we've seen each other. I'm like, what is she doing? Uh, no, I don't. I'm not like doing anything. I don't even I don't try to. It just it has to be something where someone is willingly saying, like, I want to grow. I want to change. I want to really tap into like what I'm called to do in this life. And so through the session, we're able to uncover like their main programs, who it's tied to in their life, but also to give them these like guided meditative tools so that every day they can step forward out of it because it's a scary thing when you step out. It's what makes us comfortable. Like our ego and these programs are what, it's our safety net. And so you need somebody usually from like an outside source who's gonna say like, hey, this is what's happening. This is how we can work through it. These are the skills and tools that you can take with you. And every time I do a session, I heal too. And yeah. when I do it, it's it's like, it's what I was put on this earth to do. That's, so. I feel like I want, I hope that everybody who listens to these podcasts feels the energy from, because I think most of my guests feel like they're doing what they were put on this earth to do. Yeah. And so I really hope that people who aren't doing what they were put on this earth to do mm -hmm. feel inspired to find what that is. Yeah. Because I think, like you said, we're kind of walking around just kind of doing whatever. And we're not actually, some people think this is the best that it gets. Right. And I'm like, but there's so much more. There is. So I, that's, that's my hope is that that inspires people. Um, so take me back to that time where you're like, okay, this, this is kind of crumbling apart. What kept you, what made you decide, okay, we're, we like enough about this lifestyle. Let's pivot and, and, and redo this so that we can keep the lifestyle going the way we want to. The thing that made me pull the trigger and invest a good amount of money and time into myself and continue with entrepreneurship even when I felt like by the traditional 
realm. I had failed, but, but I had not. I had just learned a lot. Um, <clears throat> Wait, say that the, again. The traditional route is that you failed, but right. you had just learned a lot. I think people yeah. set, listen to that again. Yeah. People might have said you failed, but you just learned a lot because right. I think so many people are like, I failed at it. And it's like, no, maybe you just learned a lot. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay, go yeah. ahead. So you learned a lot. Me, I did. And what made me decide to keep going was one thing. This is going to sound so weird. It was the fear of having to go back to the corporate world. Because now that I had been gone and I remembered all of the toxic things that happened there, where so many other people had such a huge say in my success and like literally like being prevented from being promoted because I didn't agree with something morally, things like that. I just was like, I'm not going back to that world. Yeah. That was what made me do it. Yeah. There's times where I think even with my own career, I'm like, well, this could be really cool. I, you know, I could do that. I could do that really well. And then I'm like, I just, I, you know, I, I, I think I've fought, flourished into who I'm supposed to be where yeah. I'm at. You re you know, you invested back into yourself, kind of built these businesses. You're really kind of killing it. People think you're famous, even though you you may not. But you know, you're you're in a position where you can give people advice on on what they can do to grow their business. What is it that you maybe a misconception uh, that you want people to know about Nora, and maybe not just the traveling no or the natural nomads? I don't know why. It's because you live in an RV. That's why yeah. I want to say traveling. Um, what do you want people to know about Nora um, yourself? Hmm. Give me a moment with that. Yeah, ponder a, good, a I've never bit. been asked that before. I think I'm I'm really aware because I think I'm misread a lot, and so I think sometimes maybe other people might be misread, and they want people to know. Well, <clears throat> I guess what I want people to know. This maybe goes back to other people, not necessarily myself, but this is a truth that I hold really strong. It's not just about business and making money and having things and being successful like those things are all great they're just tools they have like a neutral energy it's not positive or negative it's what you it's what you give it but for me like what i would want people to know is that it can be real scary to look at where you're at in your life and to feel like what you deeply desire if you actually let yourself go there is so far from the reality that's in front of you and i remember that way back when I was deciding on entrepreneurship and pursuing holistic healing, and even recently stepping into my calling as um, an intuitive healer, the reality that was in front of me years ago was so different than what I finally allowed myself to look at, like deep, deep, deep inside. And I was, you know, we were working 60, 70 hours in corporate jobs. I hated my job. I didn't see my husband at all. I was so ill, but I pretended I wasn't. I always knew how to smile through it. And I stopped and I like, looked inside and I was like, what do I actually want? And I was like, oh, that's too different from what's happening. But I think when people can get curious with that and allow themselves to face what their life is versus what they want it to be, that's when you can actually start taking steps towards that. And like, that's really what I desire to do in life is like for people who are ready to be woke up, um, I like to help them wake up. Because you've gone that. through the journey of waking up. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely sleepwalking. Yeah, and I think that's that's important to know. Um, it people who see you now, it's easy to see you awake, and yeah. to not know the journey of three, four, five years ago of where you were at. And yeah. so it's like, well, it's easy for her because she's already done it. 
Right. You're, or she's already, you know, she's doing what she's doing. So yeah. I appreciate you coming in. What do you think that, um, just to wrap up, what, where do you see yourself in five years from now? What's kind of the future plans? Mm. Well, <clears throat> I see us with a home base of this region. We found our people here for sure. For the first time in 36 years, I want to stay somewhere and we will still travel <clears throat> a lot. I think we'll still be traveling just as much, if not more. I see myself really with a lot of my time invested into the intuitive healing practice. That's, that's where my heart is to grow the most. And doing a little bit of like an unschooling type thing with our son who will be six and a half then. I want to do things with him where we're like learning cultures and languages and then going to that country to learn about it for a few weeks or a month and then do another one. And teaching him about people and cultures and how to love people and accept people. And I, I see a lot of my time being invested in that too. And I love the fact that you have built the life that you want to yeah. live. And I think that that's just to me so inspiring. And I hope that people take that away from this is that you can, whatever life you want, you mm -hmm. can build it and make it work the way you want yeah. it to work. So yeah. I really and hope that people get that from this. Yeah. And when you can remove the programs that things are just keep bouncing off of and sending you back into the same cycles and you have that like direct connection to divine inspiration, there's no limits left. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. So I like to live my life with no limits. Anything's yeah. possible. So how can people find you if they're trying to find the Natural Nomads? <clears throat> it's the group on Facebook. Yep. And is that the easiest way to connect with you? That and so it's you have to write the in front of it. If you just look for Natural Nomads, there's something else out there. But the Natural Nomads, we're on Facebook. They can find me and send me a friend request on Facebook. I, and just send me a message. Nora let me know. Montagna. Yeah, I'll spell it. Oh, is it spelled somewhere? The, it'll be them. on the screen. Yeah, so. it's a weird spelling, but I'm the only Nora Montagna on Facebook spelled that way. Excellent. So it's that's, pretty easy yeah, to find easy. me. My email is the same as NoraMontagna at gmail.com. And yeah, I mean, I'd love to connect with. And you have, do you have a YouTube page? Is that, do people find you? No. no. People keep thinking I do. Maybe I'm on something somewhere. I don't know. It's in the future. That okay. um, There's a lot of things in the works. You know, we're, we're growing an empire and this is just the beginning. I like that. On that <laughs> note, that's where I got to wrap up. Thank you for listening to Powered by Her. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And we really appreciate your support. Thanks for having me today. Thank you, Appreciate Nora. It.